Welcome, everyone. In our first two sessions, we've been emphasising the importance of navigating distractions. Today, I'd like to take a pause for one moment and contemplate why, on earth, Hashem exposes us to these negative influences at all. It will be easier to understand if we look at some of our own experiences in the physical world and our day-to-day life. Many situations indeed arise which are in fact totally counterintuitive, yet beneath their negative front lies a hidden source of strength and energy. Let's take a look at some of them. You want to jump across a stream, don't you somewhat illogically have to go backwards a few steps to gain momentum to make that long leap? And doesn't an aeroplane strangely have to take off against an incoming wind? to get a better lift? And isn't one of the principles of self-defence that you use the very strength with which your opponent attacks you to topple him over? I remember when my children were very young, we were friendly with an Israeli self-defence expert. He used to show them how the greater the speed they ran at him to attack him, the easier it was to throw them behind him. And when we go walking... Doesn't the resistance of the ground beneath our feet actually help us to move more easily? And so, in a similar way, those very obstacles to davening in the morning can be converted into our allies. For instance, let's watch the teshuva return process taking place in the following self-talk of a person trying to daven. Here I am wanting to concentrate on you, Hashem, the real source of life, existence and blessing. But instead, where am I? Far away, trapped by my distractions, diverted from where the true focus of my tefillah should be. Like parched soil in a barren land, I yearn for water. Please, Hashem, let my thirsty soul reconnect and return to you. And it's not only that the distractions can inspire Teshuvah, but as they become more powerful, they actually do intensify this desire to return. It's like a dam. Imagine the distractions as a dam holding back a forever growing mass of water. All the time the pressure of the water is getting greater and greater. So when finally the dam breaks, the water gushes forth with a tremendous power. Now such a meditation focuses on the light revealed by leaving darkness. But there's another deeper light we can find in the actual location of the distraction and the darkness itself. This, however, involves a more subtle meditation. To commence, let's consider what is the actual attraction of being distracted. The distraction draws us towards it because we feel and think that being occupied with it is in a way our true reality and that somehow taking control of our personal agenda is the most central element in our life. Now this is a perfectly natural and not an unusual outlook and it's not a contradiction that deep down we still believe all our blessings actually come from Hashem. Somebody once told me that he's no time to really spend on davening. He's got too busy a personal schedule. (laughs) Now let's look 
at how his voice of frustration and self-importance and our own delusion of being ultimately in control could be instead reframed into two beneficial meditations. First, let's become aware of the great humility of Hashem that he can and he does create beings such as ourselves who are in complete opposition to his own being insofar as we feel as if we are in complete and absolute control. Secondly, let's appreciate that special privilege we have as human beings to share this experience with Hashem of actually feeling we are completely in control. It's a privilege because it's our unique peep into the whole concept of an omnipotent being, of his oneness and the denial of plurality. Because all other spiritual beings cannot access this valuable insight because they have a greater natural submission to Hashem and can't mistakenly think they're in control. So to finish off, let's summarise what we have learned today. We've gathered together four meditations which enable our distractions to bring us closer to Hashem. Number one, the teshuva process in the parched soil in a barren land analogy. Number two, the intensification of this teshuva in the water behind the dam analogy. Number three, the greatness of Hashem's humility in creating something in opposition to himself. And number four, the privilege to be able to peep into that feeling of Hashem's complete and absolute control. So next time you daven, instead of seeing the distractions as an enemy, take a good look at them from a different angle and see them as allies working to help draw us closer to Hashem. In our next session, session four, we will start a detailed analysis of the content of our distractions in preparation for tackling them in another very practical, positive way. See you there!